0: Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we acknowledge your presence this afternoon. We acknowledge your presence this afternoon. At the central and it's you that baba baba baba. See it's you that I see. At the center of the old, It's you that I see It's you that I see For there is power in your name a voice in praise it's you that I see it's you that I see cause you are bigger bigger than the biggest you are stronger stronger than the strongest you are higher higher than the highest you are greater Greater than the greatest. You are bigger. Bigger than the biggest. You are stronger. Stronger than the strongest. You are higher. Higher than the highest. My Lord Jesus. Only you are worthy. You have received your power. Almighty. Adore dominion because you are great, yes, you are only one. You walked upon the sea, you raised the dead, and you reign in majesty, mighty God. Everything written about you is great. You are great. You are great. You are great. Lord, you are great. You are so great. You are great, everything written about you is great, great and mighty God, we worship you today, we give you all the praise as we lift our hands to you. With pleasure in our hearts, we raise our voice to say, Everything written about you is great. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I've entitled this afternoon's message. It's a very interesting message, and it's something that I want you to be able to listen to over and over and over again, and that's why we we'll ensure that it's on our platforms um, not long after this. I've entitled this message, The Message of Dominion. The Message of Dominion. Now, it's interesting because my message is entitled The Message of Dominion. And it's very deliberate. I've entitled it The Message of Dominion. And, ladies and gentlemen, for some of us, we have been uh, introduced to this message to a certain degree. And for some of us, this is our first time hearing it. But I can assure you that there is something special that God wants to do. There is something he wants to introduce us to. Titus chapter number 1 and verse 3. I was reading this and it absolutely, I couldn't, you know, I, I I was studying the Bible. And I was taking time to study it. And when I came across this scripture, I couldn't leave it. I couldn't, I couldn't stop. Oh my goodness, it I, I kept reading it and reading it, and I was reading different versions. But I'm gonna read it from the amplified and the passion translation. I'll start with the passion translation from verse two, which rests on the hope of eternal life. Maybe let me start from verse, from verse 1. Paul says, I'm writing to you further. I'm writing to you to further the faith of God's chosen ones and lead them to the full knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness. You know, we can, we, we can do an entire series on that. That you can actually further your faith and the higher levels of faith acquainted with greater levels of knowledge so he says i'm writing to you to further the faith and this is an assignment god has given us as a city of the lord church this is an assignment god has given me that your faith should be furthered i don't know what level of faith you're at but it's being furthered this day that's why you've been hearing these messages that's why you heard um, uh Lastings talking to you about the pattern which god has set that's that's why you heard pastor choo telling you about focusing on the king. These are messages that have been brought to further your faith. And in verse 2, it says, which rests on the hope of eternal life. God, who never lies, has promised us this from before time began. Now, look at verse 3. In his own time, he unveiled his word through the preaching of the gospel, which was entrusted to me by the command of God, our life giver. I'll read it from the Amplified, verse 3. And now, in his own appointed time, he has made manifest his word and revealed it as his message through the preaching entrusted to me by the command of God, our Savior. God has had this for you from the beginning of time. All the way from Genesis 1, God has always had dominion set for you. And what has it done on this day? What has it done today? Why are you listening to this broadcast, either live or even later? It's because God has chosen to manifest his word to you. He's chosen to reveal his word to you. He's chosen that from today you should walk unveiled. He's chosen that from today his word becomes flesh in your life. And how has he chosen to unveil it? Through the preaching. That's why we'll not stop having these meetings. That's why we'll not stop having these conferences. That's why even where we've not been able to have it physically, we've come to you through these means. Because there is a reality that you're being exposed to as you hear the word. Do you see why it's important to invest in the word of God? The word of God introduces you to a reality. Through the word, you can frame your world. And here's the thing. You can be a Genuine believer, but your faith has not been furthered, and you've not come to the knowledge of the truth. The Bible, Paul tells Timothy, saying, "This Godhood wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth." So you may have experienced salvation, but boy oh boy, my heart yearns for believers to come to the knowledge of truth, and we will preach the word. We'll preach the word with patience. We'll preach the word with diligence. We'll preach the word with efficacy. Get used to us. We're going to keep preaching this message of dominion to you. And what better time than now when the world has been pushed on its knees, when the world has been sent on retreat, when the world has been sent on vacation, what better time to preach dominion than now? Because the Bible says that in him was life, and that life was the light of men. The hymn being spoken of there is the word. It says, in him was life, and that life was the light of men. And he goes on to say, this light shines in the darkness. What better time to turn, off the, to turn on the lights than when power has gone? Those of you in Zambia, you know what we're talking about. What better time? What better time for another source of electricity? than if the one that you are used to, the the levels have gone down. Isn't that why you seek alternative measures? Now we are here with, us It's not an alternative measure. It's the ultimate measure. We are not going to stop. This is the message. It's about dominion. Now someone would say, Apostle Frederick, when you talk about dominion, what are you talking about? Dominion has to do with rulership really. It has to do with rulership. It involves having a domain and it involves you exercising authority. And dominion was introduced to us in Genesis. Okay? And that scripture was quoted by Pastor Cho, right? In Genesis 1-26 where where God, the first blessing God gives man, he says let us make human beings. And his first idea about human beings was not let them retreat. His idea of human beings was never retreating. His idea of human beings was not let them be subject to what nature decides. No, 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 no. What's God's idea of human beings? Let them have radar. That's in the Hebrew. Let them have dominion. That's his idea. Praise God. And I I know the scripture says when men say there's a casting down, you shall say there's a rising up and God will lift the humble person. So it's actually humility to go for what God is saying. This word will change your life. Let me show you a few scriptures that just show dominion in expression. 1 Kings chapter 9 and verse 19. 1 Kings chapter 9 and verse 19. 1 Kings, nine Kings 9 and verse 19. I want you to follow these verses. Because they are just showing the expression of dominion. It says... All the cities of store that Solomon had, the cities for his chariots and cities for his horsemen. Wait. Solomon had cities for his chariots. Praise God. (laughs) He says, all the cities that Solomon had, the cities for his chariots and cities for his horsemen. And that which Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, and in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. You see that? In all the land of his dominion. Meaning he could do with those cities what he wanted to do because in those cities he had dominion. So there was a specific land where he had dominion. That's why if today you're going to buy a plot, as long as you've got the resources, and as long as um, it's yours, You can really do with it. You can design a house the way you want. No one will come and say, why have you put three bathtubs instead of two? No one will come and say, why have you built five bedrooms instead of one? It's up to you. It's up to you. Of course, you do it in accordance to the laws of the land. And that's why it's important to know how God works. Seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But what I'm trying to say is that when, 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 you, when you've got something, you've got dominion over. And have you observed that human beings have always wanted to have something to have dominion over? Look at how two my kids are busy crying out for toys. You give them the toy, they exercise their dominion over it. They show it who's boss. They show it who the master is. Praise God. Can I show you another verse? Job chapter 38 verse 3. Ha! This one those of you who know me well and are very sensitive, there are certain scriptures which when I give you, go and meditate. Job 38 verse 33. This is what it says. Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you set their dominion over the earth? This one is a topic for another dominion conference. But if you want to have dominion over the earth, do you know the secrets of the heavens? Do you know the ordinances? Do you know the practices? Things like Holy Communion. If you are to do Holy Communion from an earthly point of view going up, But what if you do it from a heavenly point of view going down? Because Holy Communion is an ordinance. What if you do it from heaven going down? What if you switch? Jesus once said, I speak to you of earthly things that you don't understand. How much more if I speak to you of heavenly? Which ones are higher? What did he tell Peter? I'll give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind, where? On earth. Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Do you know how the spiritual realm works? (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Hey! Praise God. What if you were to switch? What if when you're tithing, what if when you're giving, what if you are, start, you are to start doing it with the revelation of heaven? Then instead of where you think you're losing, you will know that you're gaining. Because from heaven's perspective, it's actually more blessed <laughs> to give than to receive. I don't know if you're getting my point know the ordinances of the heavens? Let me give you one more, because that one is a topic for another day. Psalm Psalm 8 verse 4 to 6. This one, I might correct your theology a bit. So maybe let me start by reading it from the New King James, because most versions got this one wrong. You know, you must understand something about the way the Bible is translated. Some of the people who are translating it were not always very spiritual. So what would happen is, where it's not making sense, they would put their own word. It says, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? I, I, we don't know who was complaining. Maybe it was just a man. You never know. Maybe it was an angel that said, ah, okay, let me just complain now. Like, what is man that you are mindful of him? The day you understand this, there are certain titles you refuse. There are certain things you refuse to be. When you realize how mindful God is of you, there are certain titles you refuse to settle on. You may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but that is not your home. Your role is to walk through. The Lord only leads you to greener pastures. He only leads you to greener pastures. The valley of the shadow of death is not your home. That's not your home. I really want to take us step by step because there are certain identities we must start refusing. I'll tell you something. It starts with believing. Look, so he goes on to say, for you have made him a little lower than the angels, and have crowned him with glory and honor. If you are to read this from the Hebrew, it doesn't say angelos. It says, for you have made him a little lower than Elohim. That's what it says. Elohim. And do you know, the first time we see the word Elohim, it's in Genesis 1, verse 1, when it says, Elohim bara. In the beginning, God created. So you have made him a little lower than Elohim. That's why if you read it from the Amplified, it says, What is man that you're mindful of him? And the son of man that you care for him. Yet you have made him a little lower than God. <laughs> That's what it says. And Look at the next verse. you made him to have dominion over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet. Recently, there is a case in Zambia where uh there's a lion that escaped from i, I won't mention the name of the place least people think i'm not'm I'm be like advertising it, but it it, it explains it, it, it escaped somehow from um a certain place where it was supposed to be kept. Now, that lion, which is supposed to be the king, unfortunately, it, dis- it wasn't a jungle. And within one or two days, someone not as strong as the lion, <laughs> probably, didn't have as sharp teeth as the lion, probably would lose a one-on-one fist fight with the lion but because god has given man dominion over the earth man was able to manipulate a few enzymes or something like that put it in a tranquilizer gun and shoot that lion and carry it back that just shows you how much dominion man has been given over the earth as in we decide we can go to man can go to a forest and decide this is our land and tell the animals you are there we even we even reserve you it's a national park You must understand that God has given man dominion. So it says you've made him a little lower than Elohim. Not a little lower than angels, but a little lower than Elohim. Dominion is a biblical concept. It may have been hidden from you all this time. Maybe your eyes have been veiled. But that's why this message has come. It's come to unveil you. Ladies and gentlemen, the message of dominion. This message has not come to give you quotations. This message has not come to make you feel good. This message has come to manifest Jesus. Because it says the the word became flesh. In the beginning was a word and then eventually what happened? The word became flesh. So this word of dominion has always been there. It's it's as old as Genesis. But what's happening in your life now is this word is becoming flesh. It's becoming flesh. It's becoming manifest. And the Bible tells us about the word manifesting through our preaching. That's why you must be mindful who your preacher is. You must be mindful who your preacher is. Because the word is made manifest by preaching. Oh my goodness, I'm feeling this. (laughs) I want you to understand something. Which is now my point number one. My point number one with the message of dominion is that the word brings dominion. Matthew chapter number 14. We we'll read from verse 25. And we're going to read to verse 29. Now, Jesus tells the disciples, saying, start off, I'll meet you on the other side. And then, after a while, realizes there's no boat. Okay? So, Jesus had a very interesting relationship with water. F- I, I know, he had a very interesting... I think he really wanted to show water was boss. So, first, he turns water to wine. As if that's not enough, he comes a storm. Then he decides, now let me show you. And walks on it. Walks on it. Just says, let me just now exercise total dominion over you. And he walked on water. Why? What made the Israelites special? They could dominate nature. They could dominate the earth. Notice the dominion is over the works of his hands. The dominion is over the works of his hands. They could dominate systems. They could dominate systems. They could dominate economies. Ask Joseph. He was able to dominate a famine. Ask Daniel. He was able to dominate a system, a political system. I was going to say Esther was able to dominate makeup. Praise God. (laughs) Dominated it. Praise God. Daniel dominated lions. If you read the Bible, you, what do you see a lot? Dominion, dominion, dominion. Someone may be maybe someone here is like Gideon. Do you, oh, do, you, do you remember Gideon? Gideon was hiding and yet he was the savior of the nation. And then an angel came to him and said, mighty man of valor. You see heaven's perspective. And then he's like, me! And someone here is saying, me! Hey, great 12 dropout. Someone here is watching and he's saying, Me! Who's even struggled to find a job? Someone is saying, me, dominating economies. Have you seen my account? Maybe I'll just dominate in worship. Praise God for your dominion in worship. I, I, I don't know who you're dominating. But praise God, pr- praise God for your life of worship. But God wants you to dominate even in the field. He wants you, listen, he wants you to get your hands on it. That same ball they are all chasing. <laughs> if, if you watch football, the best footballers are those who always want the ball. That same one they are all chasing. He wants you to have dominion. Praise God. You know, I'm reminded uh, now that I mentioned football, because that football brings a lot of memories. Uh, and this one is a bad one because it's a match that uh, the team that I wanted to win did not win. And I remember watching and it was a corner kick. Ha! The guy that scored against that team he dominated the air. As in, you could tell he wanted the bow more than anybody else. He wanted it. You could tell this guy. What, it's like when he, he jumped, he was like, mine. <laughs> Praise God. I was thinking about Gideon. Eh? I said, you might find yourself like Gideon. The angel comes and says, mighty man of valor. And he says, come on, me, me. And he gave all sorts of physical reasons why it shouldn't be him. What if you're the one they've been waiting for to cure this same virus? What if you're the one they've been waiting for? With both supernatural and scientific means. What if it's your ideas that that town, that village has been waiting for, for it to be modernized? What if it's your ideas? And so, Gideon was like, If God was with us, and hear his words, you say, then where are the wonders he used to do? I'm sure the angel was like, he's waiting for you. You're waiting for him. He's waiting for you, Gideon. Get the trumpet, blow it. And when Gideon blew the trumpet, clans, a clan was drawn to him. Sometimes we're waiting on God when he's waiting on us. Get bold. Apply to that place that you think you can never be accepted. Apply for that position you think is too big for you. You can't just be applying for those at your level. Get a little bold. Get bold. Get bold. Praise God. One of the reasons why people have always found me remarkable is because minister-wise and all those things, I don't know. I've always been, you know, sometimes undermined, but I always seem to be pushing above my weight. Because I don't see myself the way others do. I'll see myself as God sees me. Praise God. I'll see myself as God sees me. And I'll focus on that. So, oh my goodness. I was saying in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. Listen to this. But immediately Jesus spoke saying, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. I can imagine this. You know, there are certain moments I can imagine Jesus was very serious. This one I can imagine he was even smiling. Like, he's not walking. Da! He, he, we take a step. And then they're like, it's the ghost. He's like, friends, be of good cheer. It is I. Surely this generation can't pass without one of us walking on water. Like, should it always be interpreted spiritually? Anyways, <laughs> let's let's continue. Let's continue. Sometimes I wonder whether to like fully unleash because I'm trying to I'm trying to like get us I'm trying to get us precept after precept. That's why the past few years I've learned to become trying to get us precept after precept. Now look at this. Peter answered him saying, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. What did Peter understand? Peter understood the relationship between dominion and the word. So, in short, he's saying, if it is you, as long as you give the command, I want you to observe something. He didn't, in this point, he didn't even say "Come, the seat down. We can clearly see the wind was still boisterous. Listen, sometimes the economy might not change. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Sometimes. It might not change. Sometimes the situation around might not change immediately, but you can change. You can rise above it. You can be able to walk on water. So Peter understood that if Jesus says, Come, have you noticed that's the same thing Ezekiel understood? He said, Lord, the Lord asked him, Can these dry bones live again? He said, Lord, only you know. And then when the Lord says, Prophesy, speak. God had now unleashed a word of dominion. That's why I'm saying this word, God, your reality is being manifested right now through preaching. But beyond preaching, get yourself in the word. And listen, it shouldn't just be a written word. Move from written to spoken. You know, the Lord has been speaking to me of late. We've been very good with praying. We've been very good with tongues. We've not been very good with meditation. We've not been very good with actually speaking the word. Having sessions where you speak the word. The word of God is life. The word of God is health. The word of God is power. I, I, and if you come to church tomorrow, there's more where that came from. Praise God. Praise God. Don't forget that this one whom we call the word. The Bible tells us about him that who being in the brightness of his glory. That's Hebrews 1 verse 3 the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power <laughs> when he made himself and purged our sins. He, uphold, he upholds all things by the word of his power. Learn to use the word. Listen, you've been believing for that. When was the last time you actually spent a good 20-30 minutes confessing scriptures in that line? When was the last time you actually did that? Have you observed that we actually don't do that as much as we should, where the scripture moves from, um, i in all things, we are more than conquerors, in all things we are more than in all things in all things we are more than conquerors where you begin to roar it out <laughs> I don't know if you're getting my point. listen, you can build it up so much that you encounter a person and the person says oh. I, I, I've had meetings where what's wrong, uh, what's wrong. And then, when you just build up that word, before the person has even finished speaking, heal! I don't think they're getting my wisdom. Heal! You build it up. Praise God. Number two. Point number two. Here is a point that would really love us to know you must come to an understanding that dominion begins in your spirit dominion begins in your spirit and it's one thing that many believers are struggling with understanding that they are spirit Dominion begins in your spirit. Somebody type, Dominion begins in my spirit. Say one more time. I want to show you something. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14. Some of you, when you hear this scripture, it will explain to you why you are alive. It will explain to you how come you are in the same situation as a thousand other people, but somehow something. Proverbs 18 verse 14. The Bible says, the spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? It says the spirit of a man will sustain him. Have you ever read where the Bible talks about Ananias, and it says this man, Apollos actually, it says he was fervent in spirit. You know, have you ever met somebody like I, and, you, and you can tell this guy is healthy. This person is well built. This one is fit. You know, you can tell that this person is fit. Now, that's for the physical. The trouble is that we spend so much time in the physical, we forget we're spiritual beings. And you know what the spiritual realm is, eh? We're looking at it. The spiritual realm is right here. How, what is the fitness of your spirit? How fit are you spiritually? It says the spirit of a man can sustain him in sickness. Now, let me tell you what this means. It means that there can be something about a person's spirit, such that the cells in the body are saying die, but this this person's spirit is saying live, and and there's a contradiction, and when there's a contradiction, the spirit always wins. Have you ever seen the context of Romans chapter 8, where it talks about uh, the same spirit dwells in us? Can I actually show you the context? I want you to see that the spirit is greater than the flesh. Haven't you seen why it says walk in the spirit? You will not gratify the desires of the flesh. How, how can a believer actually live a holy life? It's when they've built up their spirit man. And then they, they choose to walk in the spirit. No matter how big the desire of the flesh is, the spirit wins. Because it says the spirit lasts against the flesh. But it tells us that when you walk in the spirit, there is no way you gratify the desires of the flesh. Look at this. Romans 8, eh? I want you to hear this. Verse 9. Because you are not in the flesh. First it tells us those in the flesh can please God. You are not in the flesh but in the spirit. Stop being in and out. eh? It's your permanent resident. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Uh, You know, one of the most. No, guys, today we're not going to be in the spirit because we need to give. Are you serious? That's why people are not giving. In the flesh, and the flesh can please God. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, listen, we've already been told that body is dead because of sin, right? But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Then that's when we are told, but how. Ah, If the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit will give life to your mortal body. Are are you seeing that? So, meaning your body has been subjected to the conditions of the world. But your spirit, because you are saved, has been subjected to the condition of the world. (laughs) But now what happens is this. (laughs) When you put the two on a beam balance, when you put them on the scale, this spirit starts influencing this body. Listen, if you put a white, a white piece of laundry and a colorful piece of laundry in the same washing machine, one of them begins to affect the other one. And you can even have just one red thing and ten white ones. They all come out with, with some redness on them. Why? Because the, one of them chooses to have dominion. So the first dominion is in you. Your spirit man. That's why it begins. It says, and he blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Have dominion. Question is this. Who was he blessing at that point? Because it's in Genesis 2 where the man was formed. Who was he blessing? It's that spirit. It's the real you, the spirit you. Why do we fast? In fasting, what are we doing? We are choosing which one is our nature. That we can have dominion of our body such as we can say today I'm not eating this. And we can shift from saying I'm not eating this to there's a pandemic around ah, I'm not in the mood. I'm not getting this. <laughs> no, I caught. No. Drop it. Praise God. Drop it. Stop catching it. Drop it. It begins in the spirit. The Bible tells us he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Where is Christ Jesus? In you. Where is in your spirit? Dominion begins with your spirit. Look at John chapter number 1. 3 actually. Christ in me. John chapter 3. Look at this. Verse 6. The Bible says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. That's when it says, do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wishes. What's that? Dominion. And you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. What is born of the spirit? The spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Praise God. You see why Job asked, saying, have you commanded the day? Why don't you start your week in the spirit? Why don't you birth your week from the spirit? Before you write the physical application and lay hands on it, why don't you speak in tongues instead and then produce it birthed from the spirit? An application that they not even need hands laid. It's already blessed. Praise God. Praise God. No, no, I, I want you to see this. It says in First John five verse four, "For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Listen, our victory is not a mystery. It's not mysterious. We've been shown that it's our faith. And in the first scripture I gave you, I told you that God has sent us to further your faith. Your faith can go deeper than this. And there's there's something about those things which are born of God. They've been designed to overcome the world. It's like water and oil. One always floats. It's a law. It's a spiritual law that that which is born of God, it overcomes the world. Ladies and gentlemen, dominion. 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 Imagine when you're taking the communion, he says, this is my blood. Drink it. And then maybe your blood has had issues. One of them has to be stronger. Don't you remember, Someone, I, I received the question, Pastor, What about me if in my family they did this, they did this sacrifice? Listen, Abel spilt blood. Abel's blood was spilt. You know what? Let me not assume you've read it. (laughs) Hebrews 12, verse 22. Abel spilt blood. His blood was spilt. And when Abel's blood was spilt, Abel's blood complained. Blood has a voice. The day you realize blood has a voice, you stop doing. Those, if you've been doing those funny things, um, stop doing it. Okay, those funny things of releasing children and killing them and the like. Don't do that. Praise God, because blood has a voice. Blood may have been speaking for or against you for generations, but then we have been shown what we have come to. We have been shown what we have come to. And I want us to see this. You know, many times we focus on certain parts, but there are certain parts we, we don't focus on. This is when, when I read this last day, I realized I can't. It's not, I can't. I can't. Me. No. Generational curses. No, I can't. And then one day I realized something. The Apostle Paul said, I delivered to you what was delivered to me. And I realized I will not give anyone a lower quality of the gospel than the one God has given me. If I've studied the gospel and the gospel has shifted me to a realm beyond these things, then why should I expect anyone else to have it? I'll teach them out of it. I'll word them out of it because the word becomes flesh. Look at verse 22. It says, first it tells us what we have not come to. Read it in your own time. Then it tells us, but you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God. (laughs) The heavenly Jerusalem Jerusalem to an innumerable number of angels, guess what it didn't end there. to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, do you see why we tell you to bring your weddings and all those things? See why I told you to bring them to the church? The church is actually counted in what we have come to. The, the church is not small, it's counted to, in what we have come to. And then it says, who are registered in heaven? So once your membership is not just in our ch- in our church database. That's why when we discipline, God endorses. Paul said I was with you in spirit. You know when he said I was with you, in, I'll be, I was with you in spirit. He was talking about them passing a judgment on someone. Then it says, to God the Judge of all, to the spirits of just made made perfect. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. Now listen to this. And to the blood of sprinkling. That speaks better things than that of Abel. Why did it say that? It means if there is anything that was speaking things over you. If there is any... Maybe there was a sacrifice that was made. Maybe there were rituals that used to be done. Maybe there were occultic things. Now why does it say Abel? Because Abel is from generations before. So it doesn't matter how bad your past is. We have come to a... To, to, to the, we've literally... We've not just come to Jesus. It also says we've come to the blood. Almost as if it's given a personality. Or maybe is it because it was all drained for our sake. And it says, you've come to the blood. And then this blood we've come to has a voice. And this voice speaks better things of you. This voice speaks it is finished. This voice speaks deliverance. This voice speaks healing. This voice speaks health. This voice speaks prosperity. This voice speaks blessing. It speaks better things. Ladies and gentlemen, the message of dominion. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. This is something I want you to meditate on. We'll post the links to the podcast afterwards. We'll, we'll do all those things, the links. Maybe we might even put a video on our YouTube, but this is something that it's an introduction to a new reality. If this word has found you on level 3, it's lifting you up. If it's found you on level 10, it's lifting you up. I want you to take a minute or two and just swallow this word with tongues. Swallow this word with meditation. Say, I believe your word. The Bible says you are blessed because you see. But blessed are those who have not seen and they've believed. Kuraba It says, blessed are those who have not seen." Hold on. Hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. If you are going to wait for the miracles to to happen first, then you are at the level of Thomas. Jesus did not congratulate Thomas for doubting. Jesus tells him, you are blessed because you believe because you have seen." But blessed are those there are some who decide that before they see it in the flesh, they see it in the spirit. And it says, blessed are those. Praise God. It says, blessed are those. <laughs> swallow this word. Swallow this word with meditation. Swallow it with tongues. With tongues of the spirit. The Bible says, You beloved, building up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. I walk in dominion. Who is man that you are mindful of him? Who is man that you are mindful of him? Someone may be saying, But apostle friend, Things didn't work out too well with man. There is something even greater than man. It's called the church. The Bible says he has put all things under his feet. Which feet? The church. Because the church is not just... Listen to me. Man may have dominion over the lions. Man may have dominion over the bears. The church has dominion over principalities. The church has dominion over powers. What God did with Jesus is that he shifted our dominion to not just being able to manipulate the things of man, but being able to interact in the spiritual realm and have dominion. You may be wondering where is that coming from. It's Ephesians chapter 1. I will not assume you've all read it. Verse 20 which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. So where are all things? They're under the feet of the body. The fullness of him who feels all. I I, I can tell that this message has unlocked something. It's unlocked revelation. I've got a question for you. Are you part of the church? Are you part of the body of Christ? Are you born again? If you're not, sin no longer has to have dominion over you. You can live a godly life in this present age. You can have access to all these divine resources. I want you to say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that you came in the flesh. You died. You are buried. And you rose again. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. And of this day I'm born again. If you have just said that prayer of salvation, we've got so many people online right now and they are looking out for your name. Just type, I have given my life to Christ. Or you can send us an inbox saying, I have given my life to Christ. We will reach out to you. Because we want to help you. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. The systems of the world are bowing to you. This is your Rema word. The systems of the world are bowing to you. The lions in the den are harmless to you. I say, the lions in the den are harmless to you. The economy of the world is subject to you. All things are yours. Say it, all things are mine. Say, I walk in the fullness of conviction. All things are mine. I've been given power. I've been given dominion. And from this day, I exercise it. I exercise it. I exercise it receive that recharge from the spirit. Someone has been touched by the spirit right now. Listen, it's beyond healing. God has given you the ability to heal. Command that sickness out of you. Command those bad dreams out of you. Command that anxiety out of you. Command that depression out of you. Say, get out now. Say, get out. Get out. In the name of Jesus. Command that poverty out. Says I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. And whatever you bind. And whatever you loose. There are some things that you have. There's somebody here. Here's your rema. You've been binding a lot. But you've not been loosing. Loose certain things. Set certain things free. Declare that you are not subject to the laws of the world. Declare that you are not subject to the law of demand and supply. You, it's always your time. Come on. Lose yourself. Say say you are not subject to the... To, your destiny is not subject to which employer is in a good mood or a bad mood today. No. Your life is beyond that come on take a minute and loose take a minute and loose the Bible says we've come to Mount Zion it says at Mount Zion they shall be deliverance and they shall be holiness and the people of Israel shall possess their possessions we have come to Mount Zion therefore we loose our possessions we loose our joy come on loose your joy it's already in you Come on, loose, loose, loose in the name of Jesus. Praise God. This conference was just a snippet of many things to come. We will not stop preaching this message to you. And if you would like to join the city of the Lord Church, we have two powerful services tomorrow. If you type, I want to come to church with you, we'll send you a message. Some of you may not be able to come to church tomorrow but you're interested in being part of this church you're interested in our activities send us a message even through our online platforms there are so many things that we're doing because it's time for dominion we are of the kind that does not throw in a towel praise God you're blessed the message was more than enough At this point, I want to take this time to just thank everyone who's played a role in ensuring that this conference has been successful. Those who've played a role by giving their minds. Those who've played a role financially. Those who've played a role um, through their provisions. Those who've played a role through their advertising. You who've played a role through your watching my team which was chaired by Tigonis Malaman, Digonis Grace, and just my entire team. You've done an excellent job. Congratulations. Let's just say the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Spirit be with you Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me for the days of my life, and I will dwell the house of the Lord for him. Praise God. The details for our offerings. Um, there will be a post that will be pinned for those who would like to give their offerings. Um, there will be a post that will be pinned on the comments and we are free to give our offerings. And uh, for those who are already in the church groups the platforms will be ready to be written. Otherwise, I look forward to another Dominion conference with you. Some of them will have them online, but I also look forward to coming to your city. I look forward to you coming to our city, for we've got a lot of work to do. This today was honestly just half of the introduction. The Lord bless you, and I love you all so much.